Giselle, Dan, and Sam, and we are getting ready to hit you with another rap topic. Today on The Encounter, we talk about friends. Dan, take it away. Hey guys, welcome back to The Encounter. Um, today we're going to speak about uh, something that we have, we all have, and it's called friends. And you might say, Danny, what are you going to talk about friends for? I have a lot of friends, or I don't have any friends. But today, I want to talk about something that my dad used to tell me when I was younger. And, then, and he used to tell me, Danny, it's not about quantity. But it's about quality of friends. And and the first thing and the first, uh, I think, thought that comes to your head is, when I have a friend, how can I genuinely know that he's truly my friend, right? That, that goes through all my, our, my mind. Like, how do I know what to trust, how to say, what to tell this person that he cannot come back and, you know, stab me in the back? And and I think I think the best thing that I can possibly tell you guys and I can actually advise you guys and, and, and help you guys in is in Matthew 7, 16. And it says, you will know these people because of what they do. Good things don't come from people who are bad. Just as grapes don't come from thorn bushes and figs don't come out of thorny weeds. So, Danny, how can I have a true friend? How can I have a genuine friend for me and, and that can always be there for me? See how they treat other people. I think that's the best thing I can tell you is is don't just go and give out your heart to the first person that says, oh, you're pretty or hey, you're nice. Hey, you and I are alike or we think alike, but see how they treat other people. And not only how they treat people, treat themselves, treat their family members, mm -hmm. right? Like like Diane, you have also a brother, right? Mm -hmm. If you're talking bad about your friend, do you think I'm going to share? about? If you're talking bad about your brother, do you think I'm going to share anything with you? No, because if you're willing to talk bad about your own brother, then you're willing to talk about me, which I'm not your brother. So so the best thing to do is see their fruits, see what they have done, see their actions. And from their actions, we can judge something that's right and become and be and choose good friends. Go ahead, Giselle. Um, so I was looking in the Bible and I found um, several different characteristics that make uh, well make a friend that you don't want. Um, and the first one is that a, a friend will tell you that you're wrong, whereas a person who's a fake friend will not. And I found that in Proverbs 27.5. It says, better is open rebuke than hidden love. Wounds from a friend can be trusted, but an enemy multiplies kisses. And what does that mean? Well, if if a person is telling you, oh, yeah, yeah, do this, do this, do this, they're not really your friend because they don't really care about the consequences of whatever your actions are going to lead to. A yes man is not a real friend. They're just going to leave you on the first time they get. They, they, you're entertainment for them. They like to watch you fall and burn, and then they get to walk away unscathed. And um, another one is, like, it kind of goes with the first one, is that a fake friend will watch you fall and leave you on the floor. And I got that from Ecclesiastes 4.10, and it says, If either of them falls down, one can help another help up the other. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. So what does that mean? Well, when you have a fake friend, then nobody, then that person will watch you fall and leave you on the floor. Whereas a fake friend will tell you what you did wrong, and then they're gonna help you um, get back up from wherever whatever you fell from. I um, Go ahead, Dan. It's like one thing that my parents would would say, like 
um whenever i would hang out with my friends and of course you don't have good friends when you're young <laughs> <laughs> never <laughs> i know so sometimes they'll like tell me like if you do the same thing as them and i find out they're not gonna take the beating that you're gonna take so it's basically saying that they're gonna leave you to die like basically getting in trouble right. their parents might not care but your parents are gonna be like oh you're gonna take the beating they're not so right. you better watch out I, I think the million dollar question that we have that we have to think is how do we know you know like know. like because yeah. you know and i know that your mom has your mom and your parents have said hey don't get close to that person yeah. mom she's my best friend you know you know what i mean we we put our hands on yeah. fire for those yeah. people and then 10 years later they're not, I, even they're not even your friends, dude. Yeah, and, 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 and that's that's the thing. What I what I want to tell the youth, and what I want to what I, what I want to show with my advice is how to pick these people, yeah. because um I'm I can tell you that not everything that's for example even the Lord says it. Many of you will come to say Lord Lord, and I will say Who are you? Stay away from me. Yeah, you sinful people. So imagine even the Lord knows how to pick his friends. And yeah. the number one thing that I see that he picks is faithfulness. Mm -hmm. He picks the faithful. And mm -hmm. Danny, um, how do we know that if a friend is faithful? Through time. That is only the yeah, way. Right? Because God is not going to be like, oh, you? You just you just converted? I'm going to take you to, to heaven. No, 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 no. Relax. He chooses faithful people. And faithful comes through time. You want to see something, Laura? Yeah, I was I was gonna add, but now that you said the whole faithfulness thing, I, all I can think about is how uh, Judah sat at the table with uh, with Jesus, and I was literally about to pull the verse up because he tells him like something like super hypocritical at the end, and Jesus sat with him like he still said like okay yeah you're cool to sit with, but he said like don't fool me, don't try to fool me, like I know who you are. So even though he sat at the table, he knew exactly who he was, and there was no way Judas would influence Jesus. Jesus had a greater influence. And I think that's very, very, very important that if we're going to sit at a table with somebody who has a, a big influence, um, maybe we should not be sitting at that table unless we can make them convert to us. And, and, and you know, to them. sorry, sorry. No, no, it's okay. You know, I was, I was, uh, that you said about Jesus and Judas. It's so crazy because Judas was not the only one that asked. Yeah. But all of them said, Jesus, is it me? Jesus, is it me? So that means the thought of betrayal was in everybody's head. That, yeah. mean, ev that means everybody was thinking about betraying God, but who's the one that acted upon it? It's because, I'm telling you, look, uh, I don't know if I told you guys this before, uh, this story, but I, I went to Miami a, a few weeks ago, mm -hmm. and I was getting my hair cut, and he, my, my barber was, you know, talking all these things, and he was saying, he was like, look, I understand when people think bad, have bad thoughts. He was mm -hmm. like, I have bad, he told me I have bad thoughts all the time, and I'm like, oh, that makes two of us, because, you know, we all have bad thoughts, yeah. right? But he says the thing that makes you and breaks you is whether you act upon them. Yeah. And I said, bro, you are completely right. It's about if you act, everybody's going to want to take you down. But are they going to act upon it? And that's what I'm trying to say. How did, they, how, did Jesus, how did Jesus choose? With faithful. How loyal were they to you? And yeah. um, one, of the, one of the Bible characters that I really think about when I think about friends is actually um what is the name of that guy who was the king and chose the wrong friends um dang I don't remember his name but so this guy he became a king and uh I think he was Solomon's son and when he became a king he started listening to all his friends 
he listened to all his friends when it came to how to um, lead Israel. And what it says in the Bible is that because he listened to his friends instead of listening to the wise men of Israel, that it led to the downfall of the Israelites. I don't know how you say it. Yes, that's the one. And not only him, actually, if you guys go back and read the story of Absalom, which is the story of David's son, guess who told him? Guess who was telling him, uh, hey, don't you think you can do it better than your dad? Somebody, one of his friends, one of them that he had close yeah. by. So, Danny, uh, Danny, Danny, I have, uh, so how do we choose friends? Number one, with their actions. Yeah. Number two, faithfulness. And number three, what they're saying to you. Which yeah. way they're pulling. Hey, Danny, but my friend is only telling me to get closer to God and listen to my youth leader. Well, let me tell you something. You might right now feel like a square, but that's your true friend at the end of the day. Yeah. The people that want to see you succeed are the people that are truly your friends. Yes. And actually, I was going to add to your Absalom example because his his friend was also the one who told him to rape his sister. His friend was also the one who advised him, oh, like, oh, just pretend that you're sick and then have her come feed you. And that's what led to him having all this trouble. That's that's so crazy. And and even listen to what it says. It says in Proverbs 20, 11, it says, even children show what they are like by the things they do. You can see if their actions are pure or right. So it's not that hard to choose friends. How they act is what is how they're gonna treat you. But I feel like most young people they choose comfort over like what their what their friends are doing like wrong or bad. Cause I remember like I had a friend throughout middle school and high school. We were like besties, and then once I hit college, it's like I was. I remember I was asking God because I was having a turning point in my life where I'm like, no, nah, I need to get my life straight. Like. Like I can't be playing games that I was playing in high school. I'm not a kid anymore. And I was I remember I sat on my bed and I prayed. I was like, God, like take anybody, like anyone who is not benefiting my life and my walk with you out of my life. And literally the first person that was gone was like my best friend. She was the first one that was gone and I was like, Wow. Like Yeah. <laughs> Basically I was like, Wow, like the first one that I was like, you know, you talk to them and you're like, oh, yeah, we're, we're going to grow up together. We're going to have um, kids that are best friends, too. And all this, you know, when you're young, you think those things. But then it's like when you grow up, you're like, no, they're, they weren't meant to be in your life for so long. And probably you were supposed to guide them to God and you just wasted your time. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say that. I I love that she said the whole comfort thing. Yeah. And that's what Giselle was saying before. Faithful are the wounds of a friend. Because we sometimes expect friendships to be without any wounds. But no, friendship is full of wounds. Yeah. Actually, any relationship is full of wounds. Mm -hmm. But the faithful wounds are the correct ones, right? Like the ones yeah. that help you be better are the right wounds. And yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. We're always focused on comfort and how we can always be right. Always have someone to tell us, oh, yeah, what you're doing is great. Always yeah. be a... Uh, I see like praised instead yeah. of told, nah, you're not doing it right. And look, even if you notice, like all throughout the Bible, look at David. Who is his best friend? Jonathan. 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 Does the Bible say that he found another friend like that again? No. I'm saying so, Danny. What are you trying to say? I'm saying just some of some of friends are just meant for a lifetime. Some friends come once in a lifetime, and you have to enjoy them, and you have to do and and be as 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 you have to with them. Mm -hmm. But you have to understand that. 
you have to bring them to Christ. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that's and that's the next point. You know, like okay, you have you have friends from the world. How can you be that louder voice? You know, how can mm-hmm. you be how can you be that saying, okay, guys, I don't want to smoke. I don't yeah. want to have sex. I don't want to go to parties. And and I think. This is what I found, and of course, I, uh, you guys let me know what you guys what you guys think as well. And in Proverbs twenty seven six, it says it says um, wounds made by a friend are intended. They exactly what you said intended by help, but the enemy's kisses are too much to bear. So so how can you be that louder voice by being that friend that pulls back and says, "Hey, bro, the way you're going is not is is not yeah. it." You know what? Everybody wants to be the pulled back, but nobody wants to be the puller. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, oh, nobody told me anything. Well, yeah, dude. Sometimes you yeah. have to be doing the pulling. You know what I mean? Yes. I, like, that's a constant thing in my life that people will come to me to talk to me about certain things. And I would just listen. You know, but at the same time, it's like God was showing me, like, no, they're your friends for a reason. Give them the right advice. And it took me time to learn that. So now when I reached, like, adulthood and I started making friends and whenever they would tell me their issues, I would be like, I have to be their voice of reason. I can't be like, yes, what you're feeling is okay, but this and this, you're you're an awesome person. It's like, no, but what did you do? Right. Like, you have to be the person to guide them at that point. But also, your friends at church too. You can't be like, oh no, Danny is wrong about you. No, Deborah <laughs> doesn't know what she's talking about. It's like, no, what are you doing? Like, you need to see why you're feeling angry towards them. Like, it's something in you, not because of them. Is that you're feeling annoyed. Not right. It's not the issue of the other person. Right. So, I feel like it's that. You have to be that voice of reason to your friends. I agree. You can't just stick to being a yes man yourself, too. Right. Because... Like then you're the bad friend too, right? Yeah, and yeah. And, and that's what we. Be, you know what? I was about to say that. I let that. That's who I was, uh, and I'll be honest with you guys. I, I was that person. I was a yes man. I was saying, "Hey, we gotta go jump this guy." I said, "Listen, how many people are there? How big is he? So I can be ready." And and that's why I was. I was literally just a yes man. And then as Jesus changed my life and changed my mind, now I am completely against sin. Now, mm-hmm. am I saying I'm holy and I'm saying I never sinned? No. But when I do see sin. The first thing that comes into me is saying, I got to expose it. Mm-hmm. And you might say, Danny, why? Because if you don't expose sin, then you will never, ever get out of that sin. Mm-hmm. You might say, Danny, but wh- why? To all my friends, it, to all my friends that I've had and I know, I always tell them, yo, you know what? I think you're doing this, this, this wrong. And sometimes they tell me the same thing. Hey, Danny, I think you're doing this, 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 this wrong. And you know what? I take their two cents because the Bible even says in the multitude of minds, there is wisdom. So if everybody's saying yes to you and everybody's rooting you on, maybe you should hit that emergency e-brake and talk to somebody older because if everybody's saying, yeah, 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 go go to the back with that person. Yeah, 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 go, go to the car with that guy. Yeah, most likely they're not your friends. And you yeah. know what's the worst part? And it's happened to me. And that would I, I, I think you can, you can say that has happened to you as well. They push you to the sin, and then when they come and say and they catch you and say, "Oh, who knew about this?" Everybody just looks and she goes, "I don't know." Yeah, and they <laughs> let you die by yourself. So, mm-hmm. my question is, my, the, the the thing is, how can you be the louder voice if you have Jesus in you? If you can be the puller as well. You know what I mean? So everybody goes, oh, yeah, but no, I have no friends that stand up for me. Okay, let's make new friends. Mm-hmm. Even even the youth today, that the, the, what I tell them is, how do you expect to be pulled back when you've never pulled back? Mm-hmm. The Bible says, give unto grace what has been given to you by mm-hmm. grace. Therefore, if you've never pulled your friend out of a sin, how do you expect somebody to come, you, come to you and pull you out of a sin? 
Like it's not like uh, you know what I mean. Like like and people do do it, but it's so crazy that that I see even Jesus as a friend. He says he can be our best friend, but he's also gonna correct us like children. Mm -hmm. So yeah, go ahead. And Danny, I was gonna say at least uh, me right now that I remember where right now you said I had so many flashbacks. <laughs> uh, horrible <laughs> ones, yeah, literally. I'm so embarrassed by myself. But um, I was gonna say that one of the things that I was not able to do as a child was pull my friends towards me. I think uh, my parents did an excellent job at trying to pull me from what I was doing. And um, I was not able to pull my friends with me. I was not strong enough to do that. Instead, what I would do is I would go back and tell my friends like, oh, hey, I'm doing this now. And they'd be like, oh, you're annoying or blah, 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 blah. You shouldn't be doing that. Come hang out with us. You don't give us enough time. And they would try to pull me back down. So if you are not strong enough to pull your friends, yeah, leave them. I And, and I... Not only a hundred, but a thousand percent agree with that. You know what? There's this. I've always said this, and, and I'm, I'm always going to say this. There is a crab syndrome within the youth. Mm -hmm. If I see Giselle being successful and finding Jesus, there's something inside me that there's jealousy, and I can't wait to pull her down. You know, or, hey, um, look, I want to hang out with you. You're my best friend, but... Can we just stop doing that? Because that's not... I, can we just stop cussing? I don't do that anymore. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. Here's a new Bible beater. Why, <laughs> why do we have to do that? You know what's the worst mm -hmm. part? It happens mostly at church. Yeah. In the most spiritual yes. part the way, oh the worst friends that you find are usually the church ones. Though usually the church ones are the ones that try to push you to do bad things. Nobody's going to know. Play spin the bottle. Hold his hand. Text him late at night. I always wonder... Why is it at church that we find these people? And I'm going to tell you why. Because the Bible says it, that God chose the worst of the world. Mm -hmm. But the thing is that, just like the Buddha says, if you can't handle the pressure, if you can't handle the heat, get out of the kitchen. Leave them. Even if you're friendless, even if you're whatever it is. I always tell the kids, if all your friends leave you and you have no friends, come sit with me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'll be yeah, your friend I for a while. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because I understand people need, need friends, but... The Bible also says, if you hang out with the wise man, you will be the next wise man. If mm -hmm. you hang out with the fool, then you, look at it, says, it doesn't say that you will become a fool, it says, but you will look foolish. You know, Danny, uh, my mom, I would always, I feel like I've always had trouble making friends. So when I had one friend, you know, I would always be like, I'm trying to keep this one forever, right? Mm -hmm. And my mom would always say, mejor solo que mal acompañado. I don't know how he said yeah. it in English. Um, it's better to be alone than in bad company, yeah. maybe. Um, and I absolutely agree. There is nothing. I mean, the people that you think are your friends are not. So what do you really have? Haters who are pretending to love you. And I, I think that's one of the things that we have to start paying attention to. Um, just because you say they're your friends or you call them your friends, and but they, they don't have the qualities of being your friend. It's like the people who say they are male, but they're female just because they say it. No, absolutely not. It's, mm -hmm. You have to show that you are um love is a lot of action friendship is a lot of action and doing and i see that in second corinthians 6 14 do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers for what partnership has righteousness with lawlessness or what fellowship has light with darkness so if what you're picking from is lawlessness and darkness and you're trying to be righteousness and light there is there is no fellowship with that there cannot be there cannot exist a relationship a friendship 
and and exactly i don't know what verse was that what verse was that second corinthians 6 14. There, there's another verse and it says on on james 4 4 it says you adulterous people do you not know that with friendship with the world is enmity with god enmity means um unfriendship right like yeah. it means uh enemies yeah. and it says therefore whoever wishes to be a friend with the world makes himself an enemy of god and when i was i was reading the bible and and it says when it says you're adulterous people yeah it god didn't mean adultery as in sexual yeah it mm -hmm. means cheating like switching off like, like non-faithful what's yeah. the opposite of, of, of faithful unfaithful is cheating adulterous yeah. <laughs> so literally exactly what i said in the beginning what's the number one thing that jesus is looking for Faithful. faithfulness to one another that's what he calls us adulterous and listen to what it says so danny uh, what if I, my friends don't want to come to church? Move away from them. Because mm -hmm. if you're friends with them, then that means you can't be friends with God. And let me tell you something. And I, I know you want to say something. Just give me a second. I, I want to say this. i rather lose all my friends and be alone for the rest of my life than That's lose true. Jesus Christ. Because my friends have never given me happy uh, happiness. God has given me happiness. God has made me feel whole. God has made me um not angry anymore and and none of my friends that i have today uh, maybe maybe sam because sam's always nice to me but <laughs> none of my friends have given me as much value as what god has given me so he asked me is it jesus is it god over my friends jesus wins every single time every day and actually um sorry um I found a verse uh, in Proverbs eighteen twenty four, and it says, "Those who have unreliable friends soon come to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer to closer than a brother." Which goes along with what you were saying that in the first thing that we need to look for is faithfulness in a friend, because and because those people care about you just like the, your family does, and they want what's best for you, even if that what's best for you at the moment isn't what you want. And you know, I was gonna say, Giselle, that's exactly what happened to David and Jonathan. That even when Saul, who was uh, Jonathan's father, wanted to kill him, Jonathan saved David. That's mm -hmm. how how amazing and strong their friendship was. And he saved them while not disrespecting the king. Mm -hmm. That's honestly, <laughs> exactly, honestly yeah. you know, it, it, this applies so much in our own youth today, right? Mm -hmm. But even if the king is punishing you and following you, how does a friend act? Oh, God, here comes Danny. He sucks. He's always so hard. No, he goes, hey, move this way. He pulls him away from danger so he can be saved from the king without ever hurting the king. Mm -hmm. It's so crazy. We can see so much thing and so much things here. And, and, and you might say, Danny, but my friends, you know, I have four, 45 years of, of, you know, of friendship <laughs> with them. And, you know, they want to pull away. They want to go to the world and they like the world. And honestly, what I put right here is you have to choose history or God. Like, honestly, yeah. that's that comes down to it. You know what I mean? I put history is greater than God. And also, like, I have another thing to say, like. Yeah. Even though you're not doing the things your friends are doing, um, regardless, it's still going to show bad on you, too. Because they're like, but aren't you friends with that person who smoked? Who knows if you haven't smoked with them, too? And it used to like, you're ruining your own testimony for them? Why? Why? There's no purpose for that. Because then, in the end, you end up losing yourself too like it's like okay then they're like if they think that about me then i'm gonna do it then 
you end up falling and you, you fall exactly in the thing you didn't want to fall yeah <laughs> and guys that's literally what the bible says first corinthians 15 33 it says do not be deceived bad company ruins good morals Really, yes, exactly yes. what you're saying. Yeah, I had that struggle too, like in high school, and also older too. Like, um, once I lost like my friends, then I started hanging out with my cousins. My cousins were not that great. We all grew up in church, you know, but it's like they were not that great. They're, I will hang out with them most of the time, so I'm like, oh, we formed a friendship then. And then it's like they were doing bad things, and then like my family members were like, are you sure you're not doing the same things they're doing? Like, I was like, no, like, I'm not. I promise you, like, I'm trying to fix myself. They don't do stuff like that in front of me. But they're like, and my grandma told me, she's like, once you keep hanging around that beehive, the something's about to stick to you, you know? Yeah. And so it's like, I had to, in a way, God did it. So I would like stop hanging out with them. And like, I was sad because it's like, who am I going to hang out with? But it's like, no, God has good intentions. He wants to save you from another issue you might fall into again. I agree. So, I agree. And it's so crazy that you say that. But I was thinking, I was like, if you, if you notice, a lot of people die every single day because their friends are gangsters. Mm-hmm. And you might say, yeah, but little Tommy wasn't. But he was hanging around yeah, the wrong gangsters. Mm-hmm. You see, people that kill people are not wondering. They're like, hey, are you part of this thing? No. no. If you're wearing the colors, if you're near those things, they're going to get you. That's the same way sin, that's the way evil works. Mm-hmm. If they see you repping those colors, if they see you near anything, they're going to think you're a target. Mm-hmm. And they're going to shoot you down. They're going to try to shoot you. They're going to try to attack. And you might die spiritually. And it's so crazy that we have to understand that this all, all of this that we just talked about comes from one word. Friends. So yeah. if you don't choose your friends wisely, you might, um, you know, go towards the mice. Or if you choose your your friends well, then you will go towards, you know, a better mm-hmm. Uh, righteousness all right guys today um that would be all for today the encounter uh don't forget to follow us on instagram and on i think we have facebook i hope i don't know what we do have but uh, i know for sure we have instagram it's at redeem la so guys stay tuned and you know see you guys next week god bless you take care